0: And welcome to the Road Scholars. I'm Dylan Rogers,
1: and I'm Van Gelly, Asimakis. Well,
0: <laughs> I just, yeah. I was, it, we're it, back it, again for another episode.
1: Yeah, yeah sir. I just I delayed because I I forgot to add my last name, and I was like, shit.
0: Well. You could have just done without it.
1: I just, I just you,
0: you could go by a single name.
1: I know, but, then, but then you would you would have this one up on me where you had your your full name and I was just like I don't know I just I just felt like I was missing out.
0: But then you're more of a celebrity, right? Like yeah, you're just a single name person. Kind of
1: like Tuxedo Mask. Like you don't really know like what his last name is. Like you just assume his first name is Tuxedo Mask.
0: <laughs> but that's is, is it hyphenated?
1: No, it actually, no, no, you know what it is? It's actually Tuxedo's his first name. Middle name is Mask. Ah, uh, But he just, But he's kind of like a, he's like a Jean-Luc, you know? Or maybe he's a Jean-Luc. He's like a Jean-Luc Picard, you know? It's like, it's mm-hmm. a hyphen. Yeah, okay.
0: He's got the hyphen. That makes sense, actually. It's like it's like our good friend, uh, Tucky.
1: <laughs>
0: she's she, she's I've named a hyphenated name, Kelly Ray. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Kelly Ray Alta. She, she would hate that. <laughs> <laughs> she would hate it she hates it when people learn that her real name is Kelly Ray
1: that was one of, she despises that that it that was one of the more exciting things about your wedding just learning that Kelly Ray is her real name it sounds like, sound like a, like a, like a talk, show, talk show host name like she could just guest star on Ellen and stuff and Ellen could guest star on her show it would be great
0: Perfect. yeah it would be amazing she could do Good Morning Canada with Kelly Ray wow
1: that's a good show is she, that, is, she, is she in the, she, it. I'm sorry.
0: I'd watch it.
1: Yeah, I'd watch it too, for sure.
0: What were you going to ask? Um, oh, I
1: forgot. I'm so tired, I just got off work. I just did two day shifts of 12 hour days. It just gets exhausting when you can't sleep more than four hours. Going from days to nights is like, it just, it just does a toll on you.
0: That's true. Yeah, you you're you are actually actively shortening your lifespan. I heard that the longer you do a shift from day to night, night to day.
1: Yeah, the I've been thinking about like <laughs> this is almost making me not want to do power engineer anymore. It's just like, <laughs> it's just I'm kind of like trying to rethink my like life now. But like, but I, but I've enjoyed it. I have definitely enjoyed this summer.
0: Well, I mean, it's different. Like most places don't actually have that. Like that's a very weird schedule—just the two days and two days.
1: Oh, is—is it? Is now, it oh, I thought it was regular for power and train if you worked at a mill or something like that, right? Like, or if you worked at yeah, a f- p- power plant or something.
0: Yeah, for like a lot of places, but they don't. From what I've heard, a lot of places don't really do the two days and two days. Usually, it's like you'll have a week of nights. So, like a lot of the bigger, bigger plants, especially places up north, you'll have like you'll have 2 weeks. You'll have like a week of days, a week of afternoons and a week of nights or something like that.
1: Yeah, so you can't, you slowly kind of work into it.
0: Yeah, and your body gets used to it instead of the the, the weird switch over.
1: Cuz like if this thing happens where like I'm fine till like 12 and then like because you do this like you 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 work for like maybe 20 to 15 minutes, like you and then you kind of sit down for another 40. And that sit down down after you do work, like later on, like later on in the night shift, it just gets you so tired, and you just like you just almost like like lull into the sleep, and you kind of like have to take naps at work to get through it. And you're always kind of like in these like and and because you get so used to these little micro sleeps you take that are like less than a minute, like you just do like you I have like a hundred of them at work, like these little micro sleeps because like you just have to like you otherwise you're just like you feel like you have to just keep drinking coffee or like you're going insane almost.
0: But, yeah, we used to, I used to do a lot of night shifts for different jobs, and it's definitely a, you you almost need to take a nap Yeah, did, to make it through.
1: So did you do the, did you switch from days to nights, or did you just do nights?
0: Well, when I did nights, my thing was that, when, uh, my first job that I did nights, I did a Thursday night cleanup shift at the mill, mm-hmm. so I, I had school, Wednesday, in school, Friday, but I had I did a Thursday midnight shift in between.
1: So wait, midnight to what?
0: Well, it actually, it started at 11, so 11 to 7.
1: 11 to 7 a.m.? Or,
0: or, yeah. Holy
1: yeah. shoot.
0: And then I'd go, but then I'd scheduled my classes on the Friday for... uh basically like i'd start school at 12:30
1: oh that's not bad so
0: I, so i could catch like 4 hours of sleep and then then i could go uh then i'd go into school and then come back and then i'd pretty much just go to sleep right away on friday cuz i had to get up at 5 the next morning
1: hmm. yeah that's pretty crazy i would uh that, I, yeah like i find that even when my days off like it's like, it takes about a day and a half to kind of get used to sleeping again Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a challenge. It can be a challenge. Like I just, like, and now I find like when I, the first day shift back is always terrible, and the first night shift is always terrible. But like the the second day shift and the second night shift are always like okay. They're still shitty. They're just okay. So I just got off my second day shift, so it wasn't that bad, even mm-hmm. though I only slept like four hours. Mm-hmm. and I'm so used to trying to stay up late, so then I can't like shut my brain down
0: yeah your your internal clock is all off.
1: the one thing that kind of helps i find is like if I smoke weed like on they say on this night like so when I have my long change like the day i i split into so tomorrow i'm gonna i i can sleep in and i have work at six p m instead of six a m mm. so that way i can like when I smoke weed it helps me sleep in more i can like i can if i if i really like <laughs> If there was like a sleeping in like competition, like I could like I could like get to like 3 p.m. if I really like focus. It's like this meditative process, just because I'm, because you're because you're still kind of stoned in the morning, so you can kind of mm-hmm. like just let it drag over and kind of like
0: you can roll with it.
1: Are you listen, are you watching John
0: Cena videos? <laughs> no, I'm not. I, there are other people in the room who are playing things. Who's there? While we're recording, Kimmy is here. Hello, Kimmy. My lovely wife. Congratulations, you're married. We haven't revealed that on the podcast yet, I don't think. No, I don't think we have. Spoilers. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, did you have something planned for this episode?
0: No, not really. okay. We're just gonna roll with it. Uh, the, uh, the only thing that we talked about that uh, this was gonna be the wedding debrief episode, but it's now been three weeks <laughs> since the wedding. So, <laughs>
1: so much has happened.
0: Dude. I know. Just in life. Yeah. The, the
1: highlight The highlight of the wedding is me calling your sister standoffish, not knowing what the word meant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but you can you can blame that on being ESL. That's fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm an immigrant. Whatever. <laughs> but, um, and then, then there's, okay, the, the, I forgot to, I, I can't remember if I mentioned it to you, but there's a guy at your wedding that looks exactly like John Stamos.
0: John Stamos? I
1: forget his real name, but he looked exactly like John Stamos. And I was calling out to one of your friends, I forget which ones they were, who it was, but I, like, I called, I was like, because they were near, the, like, the root beer garden, and I was like, mm-hmm. hey, like, but then, like, j- like the guy, John Stamos, was, like, looking at me, and I was, and I was like, oh, hey, like, and I, so I just kind of wanted to just acknowledge him, because he looked a lot like, I was just like, Jesus, he looks a lot like John Stamos. I was like, <laughs> hey, John Stamos, and then just, like, his face, just changed, like, it just, like, it just immediately just changed this, un- like, just so unpleased with, like, me calling him John Stamos, and it felt so bad, so I went over, and I was like, okay, like, I just want you to know, know, like, John Stamos, like, it's a compliment, like, you're a beautiful man, like, you're (laughs) very good looking, like, I just, like, I'm almost jealous, like, you're just, like, hi, my name's Vangeli, like, I'm sorry if I offended you, (laughs) but, uh, and then after he lit up again, and we kind of, like, talked for a bit, and seemed like a nice person. Yeah. But he's he's one of the people that left pretty early, he didn't, like, stay and dance and stuff, so,
0: Mm.
1: I don't know what side of the family or how, how close he was to you guys.
0: Was he there with somebody? Yeah,
1: he was there with. Uh, it was a blonde girl.
0: Blonde. Oh, you might be thinking of uh, John Arkle then. No, no. And his no, no. blonde girl was uh, Jill. No, 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 is is
1: John the guy that's uh, like going to law school? Yeah. No no, 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 that's not John Stamos. This guy actually looked like John Stamos. Like, I want you to like
0: okay. pull up a
1: picture of John Stamos and then look at it and then be like, hey, this guy was at your wedding. <laughs>
0: maybe it was John Stamos and he was he was mad because you spotted him <laughs> probably
1: <laughs> I don't know any other logic You saw through his disguise he was wearing these aviators and I saw through them yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to figure out who who John Stamos is yeah um, who is he where does he come from <laughs> Well, Kim- why does he look like Stamos?
1: Ask Kimia. Does she um, does she know anyone that kind of looks like John Stamos? That might have come from her side of the wedding,
0: her <laughs> side of the family. Hey, Kimia, what? speak up louder. Why? <laughs> Do you know anyone that looks like John Stamos? John Stamos. Other than John Stamos. No. No. Evangeli said that somebody at the wedding looks a lot like John Stamos. <laughs> um, do I know somebody who looks like John? John Stamos is um, Uncle Jesse, right? That is correct. Uncle Jesse. No, but it's quite possible that a Persian crowd. Hmm. <laughs> Could have been a uh, Persian John Stamos look-alike. Hmm. Well, either way. Well, happy, either way, he was, well, he was there. Three. But he, he was with a blonde woman, you said. I think
1: she was blonde. I don't know, man. It was, it, was, it was a long time ago. It's like a lot of weed since then.
0: It's true. It was a very long time ago. Yeah. Uh, What else?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. How, how, you had a garage sale yesterday. Like, how was that? What was the highest uh, sold item? Like, what was the highest price you sold something for?
0: Hmm... I think the highest single item from the garage sale yesterday was $15, and that was a futon frame. Oh. But we sold many items, and our total sales, our personal share of the sales was around $200. Nice. Which is pretty good for a garage sale. Yeah.
1: So how's the new how's the new place? We don't know. Oh, you're not there yet.
0: No, we're not there yet.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: No, oh. no. Okay, take take possession September.
1: Oh right on. Yeah so, yeah same with us because yeah, I'm I'm gonna stay I'm gonna work here till my the third is my last day which is a night shift and I'll be off on the fourth and then I'll leave to Kelowna and then I'll stay a night in Kelowna hang out with a friend and then I'll go and I'll be home on the fifth.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, I,
1: I just don't want to drive the whole like seven hours again. That was kind of ruthless.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. It's it's a long drive, mm-hmm. especially if you're not used to it. It's rough.
1: Yeah. Since since yeah. since we my
0: my last day of work could have been um, or we were originally scheduled for just the thirty first, but then they gave us the option of working the last week. The full, like the full last week, not just the Monday. Yeah. So I did. I added on the first, the second, and the third. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, and then left the Friday open for moving day.
1: Right on. And my moving is gonna be pretty easy because, like, the new I've. Uh, I don't think I've. I can't remember if I talked about the last uh, podcast, but I was staying at a college all summer, and they had to make room for the all the fall students, so I had to move out by the 18th, and I'm living in the basement of this one uh, guy that works at the mill and uh, it's like, it's like just barely, it's not, it's not furnished at all. He just kind of gave us a couch and I, I took my cooler and put my TV on it. <laughs> not, and that's, that's what, that's what me and Manny have the rest. Like the, the house is just, there's just bags of groceries like everywhere. Like, yeah, hopefully non-perishables. They're all Manny's. I don't know why they're all there, but then I have like all my computer stuff is still like uh, stowed away and like ready to go. But yeah, like I, I just I just set up my PS4 and then I have my tablet if I want to do any computer stuff. Nice. Yeah, but so but so yeah, there's just there's just like it, it's I'm living like like a homeless man that's like just kind of like like <laughs> snuck into this house like set up a PS4. It's like that's all I really have going for me.
0: What is transient?
1: Yeah. Okay, speaking of transients, I went to Nelson yesterday.
0: That is home to many transients. I I would think of Nelson when somebody mentions transients.
1: Like there was so many. Okay, I, there's this little park where this is the first place I ever found out you could buy weed and uh, like in the Kootenays. There's this um, it's called uh, Cottonwood Park, and I remember I wa- I just I can't remember if I told this story, but I walked into the park, and then. Uh, there's all these like hippies dancing and people like playing bongos and, and just like hanging out. And this is like early in the summer, like maybe like I think it's maybe late May or something like that. And um, this one guy kind of like he's he's just he's wearing like he's wearing pajama pants, no shirt, and a leather jacket. And he and he's just like he's 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 holding a beer and he's like already like just like well well off. Like he's just doing fine for himself, I guess. Like he's just really drunk. He has his beard and his long hair. And he sees me, and I guess it looks seem out of place because I'm not wearing like a poncho or some sort of like multicolored garment. And uh, he, so he kind of like comes over and he's like, "Hey, what's up? Like, can I help you with anything?" I was like, "Oh, actually, I was looking for marijuana." He's like, "All right, come with me." So then he shows me to this guy that's like sitting on this rock with his other friend <laughs> who like <laughs> makes hammocks for a living. And this guy, this guy just like it's like he's the most like athletically, you know, he's the most like physically fit. Uh, hippie I've ever met like he has like the beard and a dread and, and dreads but he's also just like he's got muscles with veins <laughs> it's just a very like peculiar kind of like image and he's like he's right by a waterfall sitting on a perched on a rock and uh that's uh and, and he calls himself Cottonwood he just names himself after the park I guess that's his code name
0: nice good code yeah. name
1: but anyway so I went back to that park um uh, for the same reason but he wasn't there, but so we just ended up kind of hanging out with a bunch of um, hippies that were playing bongos, and I just like started tapping my own, my own uh, uh, th- uh, thighs, because I was like getting into it, and then I get, one guy's like, hey, do you want to drum? There's just like a pile of little bongos, and they're just like dishing up bongos left, right, and center, and then like, me and my group of friends are just joining in this whole drum circle. It's such an exhilarating experience just to be part of this like heartbeat of rhythm. It's like, it's pretty cool.
0: That sounds pretty nice, and it sounds like something that could only happen in Nelson.
1: Yeah, and then and then, and then, and then <laughs> I know. And then while while this is happening, sorry, I forgot to finish with my favorite part. Like, um, we're I'm playing, we're playing the drums, and we're all just going at it. In the background, behind this giant drum circle, there's these two guys, just like they made these like these swords that seem like they're just meant for sparring, because they're just <laughs> like, they're just wrapped in tape, and like they have different color tape for the handle. And just a different pattern of, of like, a, like the, the way the tape's wrapped is just a little bit different, just, to, like, for the grip, I guess. And they're just yeah. they're just sparring, like, just Jedi-style. And, like, they they just both have these different flows, and they're just getting so into it. And it's just so amusing to watch. It was, like, watching, like, a Smash Bros. battle. Like, they just, it was just two two different characters fighting. And then one guy's like, hey, you want to, like, like, you want to, like, join in? And I was like, yeah, sure. But then he never, I, I left before that, and I just... Never had a chance to speak to him again. But there's um the the best part was uh, just how I ended up finding weed that day because, like, I was kind of – I've been out for a while and I just felt like getting some more. And we're all sitting in a circle throwing a, this football. And uh, <laughs> this, one, like, this one guy, like, just walks through our circle and kind of, like, just keep, like kind of glances at us, like, walks away. And then he kind of, like, looks at us again and kind of walks back. He's like, hey, do you guys need any weed or LSD? And I was like, okay, I'll use some weed. But, like, Yeah. <laughs> And that's how I got my weed that day. It's just like, (laughs) like I never had anyone ask me if I needed marijuana. It was a pretty nice feeling. Felt at
0: home. He felt, he felt at home. Yeah. He felt, felt like you were in the land of your people. (laughs) I guess so.
1: But it's like, it's such a, there's like a, there's like a different type of like ignorance that exists in that like culture and community. It's like every word, every word has like a different, Different meaning, and they're always like looking to like. It's like if you ever get like, get caught like talking to someone about anything over there, like you get like caught, like you get lost in semantics. Like it's not a, it's not about like whatever the ideas you guys are talking about. It's about the words you're using and how like they're not like we don't use that word this way. Actually, we uh, we define um, we we define heroes as this and this instead of this and this. You know, it's like and you, you just feel like you're going in circles. It's, it was just—it's it's also—it's a psychological gauntlet. It's just a very like because like, I'm so used to the ignorance of like, kind of like uh, like the very right wing like Christians you kind of see on YouTube or you see on those like those uh, those uh those uh TV shows where you have like like I will I will bless the gay out of you type of thing you know like <laughs> like and like so like but the, I didn't know there was this whole other type of ignorance that existed that that is found in Nelson. It's kind of cool and weird, I guess. I
0: I yeah. I, I, just,
1: I just I just I just went on a rant. I'm really sorry. I just I do that.
0: That's good. Yeah. That you gotta share. Yeah. That's it. That's how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah. Those places. Yeah, it's it's always really strange when you find out that there's like a separate group of people somewhere. Yeah. Or that there's, you know, like a whole other world going on at times, too. Yeah. Like, and they have, yeah, they have a totally separate way of doing things, and you just suddenly learn, and you're like, wow, my world was contained before, and now all of a sudden there's these people, which means that there's probably all sorts of other types of different people.
1: Um, yeah, that never crossed my mind. Actually, that that idea that there could be other weirdos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, but there's so many other people.
1: Yeah, it's so true. It, it's just it's it's something. It's one thing to kind of like see. It's so funny how I'm relating it to this, but it's so funny to like see National Geographic. You know, you read the magazines or whatever, and like you, it's like you see these these like isolated tribes of and uh, communities that are just so different than and they know nothing about us you know mm-hmm. and it's, it's kind of like that like nelson's kind of like that that place it's like i like the 60s are still going on there it's, oh yeah like the yeah. 60s yeah. are still there the 60s aren't over like they're still like they're still like bumping
0: oh completely yeah and they'll never end yeah, yeah. and like and I, it's a little bastion
1: and i feel like that's okay i feel like we we need like we need like like maybe part of that to stay alive, like at, at the sacrifice of the people's lives that just get lost in that sort sure of culture. <laughs> it's like it's like a in um in Transmetropolitan that comic. There's like there's a reserves you can go to, and they're like they they preserve like the Mayan like they they recreate the Mayan civilization, and then like. It goes in this cycle. They always die the same way they did in the past. And like you can kind of go visit. You take. You get injected with all these things. You can go and live with them and see them. But when you leave, they completely forget that you ever exist. And everything that you, every idea that you inserted in their head is just gone. It's like such a weird, such sort of like, kind of snippet of su- like uh, science fiction. But there's also like, like futures. Uh, Reserves like where you can like see what the future is going to be like or if if uh, technology goes in this direction or if mm-hmm. uh, or, or if technology goes in that direction you know but anyway like it's like Nelson is like this reserve you can kind of go visit <laughs> it just is the sixties <laughs> yeah yeah
0: it's yeah Nelson is always it's always been such a weird place to drive through because we a lot of my family is out in Cranbrook mm-hmm. and we also have um. Friends in Castlegar, as well, hmm. and so nelson's just kind of a natural stopping point between the two, and on a lot of road trips you you swing through Nelson and it's just so strange, mm-hmm. just a little microcosm of another time
1: yeah but and it's so weird that it's like right by like there's like Castlegar and Trail and all these other like uh like like i, I would say more conservative. Uh, like little cities and they're more
0: um rural the, yeah there
1: 's a lot more like there 's like this big hunting culture i i notice in um and like and like uh, motorized sports are very big around here and uh and then you then you go, then you see like nelson it 's like it 's a like completely opposite like everyone 's riding bikes it 's like mountain biking is like so much bigger than anything any other sport there and and, like, it's, there's so, like, and they're, they're, that's where, like, if you wanted to get vegan things, that's where you'd go, you know? It's just so opposite. It's like this, it's almost like you, like, you create, it's almost like they had to, like, there's a, there, there's a, a small group of people that just got sick of whatever was here, or people got sick of the way Nelson people were. So they, like, it's like whoever needed to get away with from whatever they were used to just went to either Casigar or Nelson. Like, that's what just perpetuated this, like, this polarity. It just, like, got more and more polarized over time, I guess.
0: Mhm. Oh, definitely. And it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird that way, too, in that those little towns can a lot of times become really insular. And even though people will they'll go they'll leave them to go to school or to do job opportunities or things like that, they almost always end up going back.
1: It's because they they can't get used to anything else. Is that what you're trying to say?
0: Um, they're used to it. They like it. You know, your family's there, but I find, say, in like a place like Kelowna, uh, a larger center, or like especially Vancouver, people tend to go other places. Like especially if if like I don't know very many people who grew up in Vancouver and still live there. Almost everybody who's in Vancouver is from someplace else, mhm yeah, or the or the people who used to or people who grew up in Vancouver moved some somewhere else too
1: interesting. I find that like the one thing I've noticed about small town is that there's like there's a lot less like differences in people people mm. are a lot more yeah people are a lot more alike, so it's like in that way um Like cities can be like exhausting because there's all these like different types of people and like you have to kind of like if you were to interact with I guess I'm kind of overthinking it but like if you were to interact with these different groups you have to kind of prepare yourself you know you have to know like what not to say what's polite like what the kind of code of conduct is for each type of person but over here it's like it's kind of easier to kind of like figure out what the people are like and how to uh, adjust to it. I don't know. For some reason, I feel I almost feel like I'm almost naturally like more of a small town person than I am, a, a, like a big town. Like I, I, it's it's a lot more like peaceful out here. I find. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe it's just the lack of cars and the lights, but like you can you go outside and you can see the stars. That's something I don't see that often. Like you can actually see the stars. Like it's like you can do that on a couple nights back home, but there's just usually so much lights that you just.
0: Yeah, that's definitely something I kind of miss when I used to live up north was just how quiet things could be. And it didn't take very long for you to go someplace where you're on your own, Mm -hmm. away from from people and light and noise pollution, and you can just kind of be at peace. And the, the other thing that I used to miss, too, is that every so often you could see the northern lights,
1: Oh yeah, that's When
0: I lived up north,
1: I've never had a chance to see that.
0: Yeah, and those are gorgeous. And it's def- that's definitely something that's it's worth making a trip up north just to see. Yeah. Just cuz of how it's such a unique uh, experience because of just like you're you're watching something that's almost that's you know, it's Scientific and spiritual and all these other sort of things all mixed up into one
1: mm-hmm. yeah that is it, 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 so they don't, they don't have an explanation for how they work,
0: oh no, we do have an explanation for how they work, but there are also other explanations right like yeah there's there's a scientific explanation, but then there's also like the this yeah, sure that you know that's how it happens, but this is what it means to people,
1: yeah, I love that kind of stuff. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the extra meaning that that comes with something, even though it it you know it's just a phenomena, it's a mag- you know it's a magnetic phenomena, but it still means something to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's very it's yeah it's really cool. Um, yeah, and 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 the other th- yeah definitely the other thing about being up north. What you said is very true. Everybody is fairly homogenous; they're very much the same. The only thing about that is, it can be very difficult to break into a situation like that.
1: Mm-hmm. If you're not
0: you,
1: so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely think I, I yeah, I, I can see it being hard for sure.
0: Yeah, and if you look different, like if like it's one thing to you know be from out of town but still be white.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you can blend in people won't really care or notice. But if you look really different, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean like, especially being up north, necessarily that you had to be white. But if you didn't look like you were from the small town, you know, if you had dreads or like weird different tattoos or piercings and stuff like that, you'd be instantly, you know, people don't know you. And most of the time, what people don't know, they're kind of afraid of or apprehensive of.
1: Yeah, generally.
0: And so it, a lot of times it can be really hard to kind of break into that that culture.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I find uh, there's a um, the college, at least in the summertime, there's all the international students there. So there's mm-hmm. like Japanese, Chinese, like Syrian um. Like India East Indian, like there's, and they all just kind of make this, this beautiful little like multicultural society, and it's like they're all like so, everyone is so, so like because it's um, it's something else about small towns. When you have um, when you're in a big town, it's so much easier to find people that are already like you, right? So it's it's yeah, of people, it's so much easier. Like if you play magic cards, you can go to the magic shop and play play with them, you know, or you can if you like. To play dodgeball or something. There's a dodgeball league to join. There's a basketball league to join. You could just fi- figure out things to do. It's not hard to find people. But like, all well, these people are different and they come from different cultures and different backgrounds. But they like have to make like human loneliness just like forces them to like eventually like just like each other and like you just learn to put up with people a lot more. I I, I that's is what I've seemed to notice. Mm-hmm. Because there's not that many people to hang out with. Which isn't a, yeah. isn't a bad thing. It's like I'm saying, like, oh, like because they're only hanging out because they're lonely. But like, I think that's part of it. But it's still like, it's it's really cool just to see a lot of different people getting along and like, um, they're just very generous too. Just very generous people. Like They always want to share food. Like everyone's always sharing food. And something I just don't notice as much back home. You know. Mm, yeah. I Maybe mean, I'm just a terrible person. <laughs> but you know like, generally people bring their own lunch and they eat their own lunch you know they never, want, they never yeah. say like oh I made this do you want to have some you know
0: Mhm. yeah yeah it's definitely it's definitely a different kind of setting once you're you know you're familiar with people like that and it's not and it's and it's a more localized kind of thing too mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and and definitely what you're saying about how you know you when you're when there's not a lot of people to choose from, you kind of just have to hang out with people. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's the way it is. <laughs> you kind of you just have to do it.
1: Otherwise, you just yeah. otherwise you drive yourself crazy. It's like if I didn't if I wasn't as like uh, as like as open as I was, and I would and I didn't make any as If, okay, if first of all, if I didn't stay decide to stay out of college this summer. I'd be a lot more miserable. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not so yeah. miserable now. I mean, I would just be miserable. <laughs> I'd be a lot more miserable than I am now, which is already a lot of miserable.
0: <laughs> but uh, Just a just a little bit of miserable. Yeah. That's fine. But, um, yeah, it's
1: uh, yeah, it's been a good summer. Yeah, because I, I don't know how I would have made friends other than make, meeting people from work. Mm-hmm. Then again, there's that thing where like you, you're always going to be a little bit different than everyone. It's like you can't quite just jump into everyone's like like hunting circles or golfing golfing groups or whatever. I'm going to go golfing. Fishing. Yeah, yeah, fishing. <laughs> I, I'm going to go golfing with a bunch of the guys from work. I guess this is just one last big hurrah, and I haven't golfed in like two years. So like first day off, I'm going to go uh, just drive some balls make sure I can still shoot straight.
0: Nice. Yeah, yeah golfing is... Golfing's pretty fun, but at the same time it's like uh, the people the people who I know who golf just golf all the time it's like it's and that's too much.
1: you know what I think it is I think it's like you, you have to like keep golfing to be good at golf because if you don't mm-hmm. if you miss a day, you just kind of like like uh you lose it, you lose the edge <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I, I mean that's the same with a lot of different, a lot of different activities like that. But I just, I think I think a big part of golf is that you have to be doing it with the right people.
1: Yeah. Cause what do you mean? Like you, the
0: well, ha- like most of the game is you walking from one point to another point. Like the actual hitting the ball is maybe like ten percent of your time spent out on the green. Oh yeah, for sure. So you, you gotta be, you, you gotta be with the right people to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You, or else it's, it's just not as enjoyable.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, uh, I think I'll, I think I'll have a, a good time though. The, the guys from work are pretty, pretty funny guys. So. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely like a little awkward when I don't know people as a, as you, as you found at your wedding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I just think
1: my like my, my social anxiety just like kicks in and I just like start talking way more than I already do. And uh so I think my filter just like diminished from a 15% filter to like a 5% filter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, everybody enjoyed enjoyed you at the wedding they've said. Oh yeah, we're right Yeah. Especially especially your dance moves. Oh yeah. They they were on point.
1: Dude, like I've never been to okay I I, I really enjoyed going to your wedding because it was a dr- it was a dry wedding and I had like more fun than I had at like any well actually wait that's not true I've had I've had well, Greek weddings are a lot of fun because I'm just Greek and, I, and I, because I know how to Greek dance like like that's mm-hmm. a whole other thing but like uh but like I didn't know how to like dance sober <laughs> so I just like danced as I was drunk <laughs> I was, like, that was like that was my like uh. My thought, my my, uh, pattern of thought. So I I was like, not not as though I was drunk, but more just like, I was just like letting loose and just kind of like not caring. I I was just, I was hoping I was in a safe place. Everyone was, everyone is so, like all your friends are so nice. Like I've never like met so many nice people (laughs) in like a group of friends. And I was like, that's what what I said to you, Kimmy. I was like, like literally the people are here are like reflection of like what type of people you guys are. And it's like, and that's, uh, and I still like, like, hold that so true. Like, you guys are just, like, Chris, like, the, the two, uh, sisters, Shadi and, um uh, Hoda. Hoda, uh, yeah, yeah. And, um, like, making, making, um, the signs with them was so much fun. Like, they were so cool. <laughs> yeah. It was a great time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it went off, it went off very well. And three weeks of married life has been, Especially great so far. Yeah. How was your? Hu- Kimmy has given the thumbs up.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> you gotta have that. You gotta have that seal of approval. Or you're, doing, or you're doing something wrong. Exactly. Like on my end, everything's great, but she seems to be miserable <laughs> while she's lashed in <laughs> chains.
0: <laughs> uh, no. Were, were you just about to ask about the honeymoon? Yeah. yeah. How was the honeymoon? <laughs> the honeymoon was. Whole areas. I can't Because so we we left the farm, got to the ferry, got on the ferry, <laughs> and then uh, afterwards we we got uh, so we we get off at, on Salt Spring. We're like, oh, should we drive into town? The market? there's a market on today, um, or should we just go straight to the to the B and B? We're like, nah, let's go to the B and B and you know, we, we we'll hit up the market if there's time. Then we got to the B and B and we're like, Oh, should we uh so what should we do for dinner? Should we go out? Should we order something? Uh what's our plan? And then we <laughs> We were kind of just like sitting around and then eventually we went out, we got something and then we're like, Well, we could, you know, you can do stuff, walk around outside, explore. Then we just went back to the b and And then we were so tired, and we were just kind of lying down. And then Kimia, I, I just fell asleep right away. And then <laughs> Kimia wanted us to get up and watch the sunset. <laughs> but, but I was so out. I was just done that she ended up going down and watching the sunset on her own. <laughs> Just by herself, and she came back with all these pictures of you know the sunset and her and a cat that she found on the way that was her companion.
1: She just take the cat home and adopted it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then the next day, we were going to go. You know, we had all these plans. we were like, oh, we should go kayaking, and then we called these kayaking places. And apparently they're really strict on Salt Spring. Interesting. No, I was not expecting it. And then they kind of ambush you with, okay, and now I want you to describe to me how you're going to, what you're going to do if you, if your kayak or your partner's kayak flips.
1: What am I going to do?
0: Yeah, what am I going to do? Go.
1: I'm going to panic and <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to try to get the person uh, to grab onto my kayak.
0: Okay. How are they getting out of their kayak?
1: Well they don't you just you you kinda like pull your you 'cause you're cause you're in that kinda like like L shape, right? So you kinda just pull yourself out, like you just push yourself out with your hands.
0: What about the tool that's in the kayak for you to use?
1: Oh I didn't know it existed.
0: Yeah, what what do you call that maneuver? Oh I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know these the answers to these questions either. <laughs> and so they're like, "Yeah, sorry, you can do a guided tour." And we're like, "No, we're but they don't, we're beyond that." No, they don't they don't
1: give you a crash course.
0: No, they don't. They just, like you just, have to have like a full-on course. They
1: just they just tested you like and they were like, "Okay, yeah, you don't have enough uh experience so you can't go."
0: Yeah, there, she was like, "I was actually looking like I knew I know what the tool is. It's this little floaty thing that you can just attached to yourself and then i know that you know you have to use your arms and do a 90 degree with your elbow to push yourself out of the skirt and then there's another pe- you know extra thing at the front of the kayak that you can use and all this other stuff for getting back into it i just didn't know the names of the tools so i know how to do a self rescue but i not know the names of the tools and they're like nope can't do it sorry Wait,
1: what kind of kayaks are these like you, like you said skirt as in like the ones that are kind of they have like a little waterproof layer on top Mhm. Yeah. Oh, so those those are like the white water ones, right? Aren't they?
0: Yeah, they're they're ocean going kayaks.
1: Oh, Okay. Yeah. See, I've done kayak. Okay. Okay. I think I've done a simpler version where you just like there's they don't have that skirt. There's like in, inside the kayak. There's just like a water pump, and there's like um and then there's like the paddles for um, steering, but you don't even you don't even have to use those. I don't think we ever did because I went in the English Bay. In fact, in oh, Vancouver, nice. Yeah, I went, I went a couple times with a couple friends. It was it was so much fun. I love kayaking. I almost bought kayaks here, actually like two. There were these two 12-inch uh, ones for um 12-foot ones. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're
0: 12 <laughs> inch. Are they shoes? Are these are they just water shoes? They're just
1: water shoes. <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> no, they're, they're two 12-foot ones and they came with a rack and like paddles and they were well they were 350 together. So but I, I just I was looking at it inside this uh like the Pennywise magazine which is like the buy and sell for Castlegar. Mm. I never got around to go in to check it out, and I, uh, I'm kind of, I kind of regret it, kind of don't, because i just, I'm trying to save money anyway for school, but, but I, but like, I think it would have been awesome, just like, I don't know how good they would have been for, if there were only three fifty for both, the person might have been just desperate to get rid of them, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to tell with that kind of thing, because you just, you really just have to see them for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, but so then we couldn't do kayaking, and then this one place was like, oh, you could do stand-up paddleboarding.
1: Oh, that's so much fun. You
0: don't, of course, and that is really fun, and Kimmy hadn't done that before, and we're like, yeah, actually, we'll we'll try that out. And so then we went, went into town, into Ganges on Salt Spring, and then we got lunch, and then walked around the town for a little bit, and by that point we were like, we're so tired, <laughs> we're not going to do stand-up paddleboarding. So we just went... Down for the just a sh- really short hike and relaxed on the beach for a bit, and then took uh the early ferry home because we were just like, no, we don't need to stay here <laughs> any later. <laughs> we're done yeah, she's
1: got so exhausted well, just like the just the first night it was just you just being like out cold while like we, I just love that image of her just like walk leaving the hotel herself or leaving the bed and breakfast just to go. See the sunset it's kind of funny to me <laughs> because Dylan's just too tired he's like are right, you gonna go and I know how chill you guys are with each other and it's like and it didn't matter at all like it probably like it was just like like she like understood completely that you're tired and that like you know, uh, you she, really cool she just
0: recognized that once I was once I'm out I'm out yeah
1: oh,
0: okay <laughs> there's not a lot you can do <laughs> <laughs> right on yeah
1: have you been playing Smash Bros
0: I've been playing. I've played a little bit of Smash Bros. I have. I need to play more though.
1: I have my. I wish we could have played today, but I'm just like trying to not set up things. And I. But I ended up setting up the Smash Bros. at my friend's house, and I'm just gonna mm-hmm. leave it there until, uh, until I, until I go home. Just because like there's a lot of people there, and they they get more use out of it than the, uh, than me and Manny. Because I don't think Manny plays. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely have to. Especially once we're both back in Vancouver, then we'll be able to. We can do
1: them in person.
0: We can do it in person <laughs> while we're playing Smash Brothers. We'll we'll rent out that little studio um, at uh, at the Vancouver Public Library, and we'll bring in the Wii U and play it there. Because <laughs> the, the the public library actually has has a studio now that you can book to do recording sessions. Whoa. So we'll sound ultra-professional.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Or we can just come over to my house or your house, and um, <laughs> that works too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. That works too. There, there's, there's, so there's two things. We have to do a Smash Brothers episode, and then we also have to do our episode where we watch Grown Ups 2.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: We- While listening to the commentary, as provided by the worst idea of all time a podcast we're following.
1: So it's a podcast about a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so meta.
0: So ultra meta. It's going to be great.
1: I need to catch up like desperately on. Like, I haven't been podcasting at all this summer.
0: Man, I'm on episode 46. So I've got 6 more episodes to go until I'm ready to watch the
1: movie. I think I have 21 episodes left. But I could okay. I could easily hammer like 10
0: of those in a day. Dude, your drive home is just... Worst idea. The worst idea of all time. Brilliant. So you can listen to Tim Bett and Guy Montgomery...
1: Tim Bitt and Guy and Montgomery.
0: <laughs> rant about how awful a person Adam Sandler and Kevin James are or, for or, making grown too. Or how brilliant they are. No, no. They're brilliant but they're also awful
1: people <laughs> <Just> for doing this <laughs> for putting just for putting us through it because we wanted to do some obscure uh, <laughs> competition.
0: Yeah. Uh, Great. Yeah. I, I think my favorite part about that podcast is just how well they've embraced Patrick Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I know. Yes. Just wait, like the next like ten episodes, they get they dwell so far into his life.
1: (laughs) Like who he is, it's
0: ridiculous. And like like he starts. I guess he was dating Miley Cyrus at one point, so they're really into him dating Miley Cyrus, and they're following their relationship entirely. And then they also find out like how he does business. So they find out that he owns like a a franchise of a pizza place, and so they start doing free advertising for him. (laughs) Because of how great he is, <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs>
1: oh my God, I gotta catch up. Yeah, this this summer's been so crazy. Like I haven't, I've been like, I feel like there's always something to do every day. Like every day, there's people inviting me to go do things. It's like like oh, people are going to Nelson today. Oh, we're gonna go do this hike. Hey, we're gonna go to these cliffs to do like. I just I like, I've, I've just like left all my orig- like my original hobbies. Like I have none of the original hobbies I had back home like I brought my bike and I never even like I, I think I went on one bike ride to be honest I went like one long bike ride and that was it and I was like planning on doing this like biking camping trip where I would bike and then camp and then bike back but I never and it's, it's just so weird like I just got I just got lost in the friends I made here it's pretty cool I, I saw Kuchin once <laughs> <laughs> I saw Kuchin once and said, never like never called me back
0: yeah I, I, I didn't expect him to call you back yeah.
1: <laughs> we, were, we were gonna go. We were gonna go hiking, and then he's like, "Oh, sorry, Madam McCann." I go, "Let's go tomorrow." And Then we never did that day. And I texted him once, and he didn't even text Manny. I thought they'd have some sort of like Indian, East Indian brotherhood. They never, uh, no. they never really copulated that.
0: I don't, I don't see him really having any long-lasting relationships at this point in his life, right? Like,
1: oh yeah. I guess I guess I kind of thought I I, I kind of. Like, Thought that of him just because I had other friends that were kind of younger than me that are like pretty mature and kind of like because mm-hmm. like there's a lot of friends like when I went to this grocery store uh, like my like I had a friend uh, Brandon and uh, Josh and they were like they were they were the same age as uh, my sister which is which is, she's four years younger than me we always mm-hmm. played like Call of Duty together and like went bike riding and stuff and I guess like, maybe I'm just trapped in like four, like a twenty year old body or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do all this. I just hang out with twenty year olds, but it's like they're they're just like really cool kids, and they're just really like really mature too, and uh, they're just fun to talk to and hang out with.
0: Nice, uh,
1: but uh, yeah, and I kind of I kind of just I saw current, and I kind of I guess I saw that in him, but but it never really came to fruition.
0: He's got time though. Yeah, he's
1: got time for sure. He's, he's he's just he's still a good kid. He's a great guy. he's Just he's a little little immature. It's just a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Should we do the random uh, superpower?
0: I think we should. We should do that, and then uh, that'll be a good wrap wrap up for the episode. Yeah.
1: It's it's always it's always a good time talking to you, Dylan. It's is always
0: spot. Sw- oh, it's always just, it's always fantastic.
1: You're just such a slice of life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Do you got the? Do you have it set up? Yeah,
1: I'm gonna press the random right now. Okay. Who's the hero? Who's the villain?
0: Uh, I think we'll see once we get our powers. Okay, let's do it. Okay. let random. Random. I have expanding energy bolts. The ability to project energy bolts that expand at the user's will.
1: So it's like expanding. So you can kind of make like bigger fireballs or bigger...
0: Yeah, basically. I guess it's more like a, uh, like a yeah, like a fireball or just a ball of some kind of primal energy, and you shoot it out, and it's you know could be anything from like just like a little baseball-sized thing, and then it spits out, and then you can make it grow to whatever size you need it to. So
1: technically, you can make explosions.
0: Yeah, you can make explosions. Yeah. How
1: rapidly can you expand them?
0: Well, it gives a few, like. Almost in an instant it can expand, and one of the applications that it lists that you would have the ability uh, with training the user may control the shape of the expansion to the point where they're adding points shape like general shapes or blunt ends.
1: oh, so it's almost like hard light almost
0: yeah it's like it's just like a ball of plasma that you shoot out and then expand
1: cool. So it's almost it's a fairly like,
0: destructive power. <laughs> see, it's, like, it's like
1: you have, um, you have like Psylocke's power almost, but it's like physical. Can, 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 yeah, yeah.
0: and I can send it out. And you can
1: send it out and kind of like yeah, that's kind of cool. My guy's um, fire transformation, so I'm just kind of basically the Human Torch. But I think I have more than that. I can like, I can like.
0: Can you control fire?
1: Like I can control fire too. It says, it says here, the power to bestow fire mimicry onto others. I'm going to look what fire mimicry is right now. Ooh,
0: that does sound cool.
1: Oh, fire mimicry, it just shows the human torch. <laughs> so I can give people fire bodies. That's awesome. Interesting. So I could, like, have it... I could be, like, a general, and I have this, like, army of people I just like that are my fire soldiers, and I'm just, like... Light them up, and then they fight for me.
0: Yeah, so it's it's not that you yourself, like you you transform other people into fire.
1: Here I'm just I'm going back from Fireman and the crew back to fire transformation. So um, the internet's kind of weird.
0: Well, you are in the cooties.
1: <laughs> well, actually, apparently Rogers is um not the best here. Oh, it's
0: th- that's actually a trick that you can use to get out of a contract at Rogers, is tell them that you're moving to somewhere in the Kootenays and that you don't get service from them anymore.
1: Oh, my. But then but can't they just figure that out? Once you, no. Like, once well, if they notice, oh, I guess, yeah, once you're out on of the contract, you just like, you're at a different provider. That they don't know anything about you anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Interesting.
1: <laughs> But don't they want you to like uh, give them an address or something? Yeah. So just I'll just give them Selkirk College.
0: Exactly. Like whatever you know. Like this is where I'm living.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's oh, thank you so much because like, well, I guess I'm I'm basically out of this contract right now. Like I I think I have like maybe a month or two. Because I I think I'm done with I think I'm done with Rogers. I've just been. I think I'm (laughs) getting. I want to find a... Don't
0: don't be in contracts anymore. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now that I have a phone, that I'm just going to keep buying phones like on the fly. Like this Moto G, I've just been more than happy with it, and it was oh yeah, it was it's, so inexpensive. Like it was like 200 bucks, and uh, it's working fine. It's not like it's a little slower than most most phones, but it's not bad at all for what I need.
0: And it's it's a 200 dollar phone. It's a 200 dollar
1: right? smartphone that I could like. <laughs> It, I can do everything I need to do whenever I need to do it. So whenever I have to use Google Maps, I can use it. You know, whenever – I can still surf the web. I can still listen to podcasts. I can do all the things I could do before just at a fraction of the cost.
0: hmm And you control your life. Yeah. You aren't locked in. You can – at any time there's a better deal, you can just go and get a better deal somewhere else. Yeah. Which is what I'm going to do as soon
1: as I've uh, done this contract. Anyway, so I have fire trans- transformation. I, it's, yeah, it says, so says you're like, know, but I can also bestow fire energy on myself.
0: It's It says right in the limitations, cannot use on oneself.
1: Does it? Okay, you know what? I just talked to you because I couldn't. It wasn't loading <laughs> enough. It wasn't loading fast <laughs> enough to go back, and I just wanted to continue the podcast. <laughs> you look it up, I hate
0: you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, I'm a fraud, and okay. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back and look up all of them. <laughs> well, I, I brought it up because I I put the link in our show notes, right?
1: Oh, do you? Oh, damn it! So yeah, we gotta start our sources, I guess. <laughs> 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 um, uh, well,
0: okay, yeah. What, so what, I
1: can only. What, I, so I'm, I'm basically like a a support class.
0: Yeah, kind of.
1: So yeah, no. So so I can also. I wonder if I can. Is it only into living things?
0: I think it's. I think so.
1: Can I bestow my sword with fire? My boat. My arrows. For my no, it says user can transform the bodies of others into
0: solid fire. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just living things.
1: Yeah, interesting. So I just give people uh, Human Torch. I think uh, I think I'm gonna be. Um, I think I, this is more of a supervillain thing. Like you can kind of just make people into monsters, really.
0: Yeah, I th- yeah, you're kind of like a, um, almost like a, uh, you're almost like a, a like a Sailor Moon villain.
1: Yeah, like I could, so like I could see myself like giving people powers to fight for me, but then if they ever like try to betray me, like I just take away their powers. Mm-hmm. It's like that simple. I can just like with a flick of a switch, I could just turn everything off. And yeah, so like that's how I kind of maintain control. But I, I but I give them, I, I, I keep, I give them these powers so they can do whatever the hell they want. So I know, and and I, I, I probably there's probably no limit, so I can have like this like armada of henchmen. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bad person.
0: What's, what's your name? Um,
1: my name is. Uh, just because there's a picture of a girl here. <laughs> I'm gonna be a hot
0: mess. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I like it.
1: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna make a mess of things. <laughs>
0: Uh, I think my character's name, since since we're going off the picture, uh, it's a guy with a blue plasma ball, so his name is going to be Blue Balls. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: and uh, I'm,
0: yeah. I'm
1: the source of your balls, your blue balls.
0: <laughs> it's not actually a super, like, superhero-supervillain relationship, it's he just like really wants to go on a date with her. But every time he asks, she tries to turn him into a fire being. And he doesn't want it because <laughs> he's already got his own thing. Yeah. And I, I can see him. He he works in construction doing demolitions. And he doesn't really tries really hard to not use his powers for superhero antics because he wants to get paid.
1: Yeah, he actually he wants to live a responsible career, and uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he doesn't want to put himself in harm's way. That's very no, that's, he just it's very respectable.
0: Hmm. He's, he's a he's a down to earth guy. He's just you know he wants what he wants, and he just wants a regular life, <laughs> and he's just trying to convince Hot Mess to just you know like you, put it away. She doesn't need the fire. Creature army.
1: Yeah, he doesn't fight her. He, like, just to, like, talk to her down. He's like, what, what are you doing, girl? Like, you're so beautiful and, like, you're so smart and so ambitious. Like, you could just, you could do so much more.
0: You don't need this. You, need this. you could join me in the construction business. <laughs> think, think of how great it would be to have somebody who could control fire in a construction site. You don't need to hire welders.
1: Wait, so, a little bit, uh... I don't, think I, can, can, can we, I don't think I can control fire though.
0: No, you can't control fire, but you turn somebody into a fire bean and then they melt the metal together.
1: Oh, sorry, but as soon as you said control fire, I'm thinking about like a fi- like forest fires because there's so many in this region. <laughs> there's
0: just forest fires everywhere right now. It... The entire province is covered in fires.
1: Really, the island has one now too?
0: Oh, the island's got some. Yeah. They've got a few. And my uh, sister sent me a picture of Kelowna today where the smoke is so thick you cannot see from one side of the lake to the other side.
1: Oh, dude, it's like you can't see the mountains in Kazagar. The smoke is so bad.
0: Yeah, uh, it's nuts.
1: And uh, the only way back, I think there's still a fire in Rock Creek, actually.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think that road is just opened up, though. Oh,
1: just, okay, that's good. Because that was my only way back home unless I wanted to drive like eight more hours.
0: Yeah, drive through the states or something too, but even then that's risky because Washington's all up in flames.
1: Yeah, no, because we're getting the smoke we're seeing is from the states.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. Yeah, I guess well, I guess you could drive up to like Nacusp and go through Vernon and go that way if you didn't want to go through the Rock Creek way.
1: Yeah, it might be kind of it might be kind of cool just to go that way anyway, just for the sake of going.
0: Yeah, that's that's if you're wanting to go to Kelowna. The another nice way that you can go to. Oh, I do, is, I
1: do want to go to Kelowna because I'm going to go visit a friend there. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and that way that that's kind of a nice drive too because you got to go through like Greenwood and Midway if you're going through the Rock Creek one. But if you go up north and you get to see the Cusp, is really nice. Um, there's a little ferry that you get to take.
1: Okay, yeah, I think I've heard people talking about a ferry.
0: Yeah, it's in, uh, whatchamacallit? Needles. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, it's Let's, up in Needles. That's after Nelson? If I was going north still?
0: Uh, no, it's before Nelson. Or, depends on which road you're taking. Because you can go straight north from Guard to Slokan and avoid going to Nelson at all if you want to.
1: Can you? There's two
0: ways to get to Nelson, right? Like, there's the one way to Nelson is where you go through Salmo.
1: Oh, that's oh, that's the uh, that seems like a the, uh, the, yeah, that's you,
0: taking the three, and then you take. The, I think it's the six that goes north from Salmo to Nelson.
1: Yeah, you have to go. You have to go east before you as you leave Castlegar. But you can go directly north.
0: Yeah, you can go directly it's north. A it's a smaller road, but road,
1: yeah, and it takes you um.
0: Takes you to Slocan.
1: Yeah. Slocan Valley, and then yeah, and then there's that there's a uh, river that people go tubing on. I haven't done that either. There's so many things that I, I should have done this summer. There's like just,
0: not enough time. There's not
1: seriously there isn't. There's like, do something new every day. It seems.
0: Yeah. Then on the way back too, you get to drive. You can drive through the cusp, which is just a little, just a little drive through the cusp, and that lake is gorgeous. And that's and then. Just south on a cusp is where the Needles Ferry is. Mm-hmm. Well, not I say just south, but it's actually like forty minutes or something like that.
1: Yeah, I'll look into it. I'm, de- I'm definitely gonna. I'm thinking about doing the the Vernon way to Nelson. I mean to Kelowna, just just to, just to change out the road. And, yeah. and I'm pretty sure there's less fires in that way right now. I think there was, think there, was the, there was a fire north of Nelson, but not anymore.
0: You can uh, you can look it up actually. There's a map of BC. There's a, like a fire map of BC, and it shows you where all the hotspots are. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you can you should look that up before you leave.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna look. At, I'm gonna take my tablet. I'm gonna go to my friend house after this.
0: And yeah. I'm gonna well, take my tablet. And that here. that NICUSP, that Nacusp way. Go if you're going up to Nacusp. That's the way that takes you to Vernon. Like, you go to Nacus, then Needles, and then you keep going along there, and then you pass through a bunch of small little rinky-dink towns, um, Cherryville, Lumbee, Coldstream, and then you get into Vernon, and then you just turn south to Kelowna.
1: Are you looking at a map right now, or are you just, like, calling those out?
0: I'm I'm just remembering them.
1: Man, you're taking a little encyclopedia.
0: Well, I've driven it a bunch of times, right? Oh,
1: like yeah, I'm, much... I'm just jealous. <laughs> just jealous
0: if if you had grown up in the interior, I'm sure you would be able to know. Yeah. I'm sure you know a lot. Like I have no idea about anything that has to do with most of the Lower Mainland.
1: Well, they, you know, you got Langley and Surrey, and, and
0: oh yeah, and, and but Abbotsford. that's that's like basics, but like. <laughs> I think I've might have driven through a Gazi once. I've driven. I've definitely driven through Whaley. Um, and like some other smaller towns.
1: Wait, this, that's not that's not a lower mainland stuff, is it?
0: Yeah, it is lower mainland. The okay, so Those two. Those
1: two. You, the two you chose to call out
0: are things I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's, a, a, like, both, well, Agassi's, like, near Chilliwack in the Fraser Valley, um, and then Whaley is, like, closer to Surrey. Oh, okay. I
1: believe. I feel like, I'm at, like I might have uh, heard of Agassi, or am I might just be getting mixed up with the Gaza Strip. I don't <laughs> I'm not quite sure. But, yeah. All right. Uh, should we wrap this up?
0: I think so. Yeah,
1: it's, this is this is definitely one of the longer ones.
0: Yeah, well they they keep getting longer because we
1: just we just keep getting settled into and then we just <laughs> because the time between them is so much longer, so we have to catch up more.
0: It's true. It's definitely true, actually. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, let's thank all of our listeners, uh, for coming out, downloading the podcast, or streaming it. Mm-hmm. We appreciate, you know, the half dozen of you that that are out there, <laughs> tuning in, every week. Dude, do you have anything to say? Uh, yeah, I'm also thankful, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, I, I, I'm I'm really excited to to see you guys when I do again, because you guys are you guys are awesome.
0: Yeah, we're we're excited for the move, move over. It's gonna be pretty sweet. Okay. Well, keep in touch and let me know when you're on your way and how how your drive goes.
1: I'll definitely let your you your
0: know. big journey back
1: for sure.
0: I'll let you know how how our move goes.
1: Maybe, imagine a podcast like while I'm on the like we should, if you recorded. It'd
0: be pretty sweet
1: driving on the while I'm driving on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: it would be good. Yeah, it would be good. it definitely be good. Yeah. We'll try to figure something out. We should. Even if you just chime in every so often, yeah.
1: It's just like it's like this disconnected like conversation of all these little snippets I send you, these little voice recordings, and you just like having little like snippy remarks to save like what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: Okay. All right. Well. Bye, everyone. Have a good night, man. Have a good night, man. Yeah, definitely.
0: Bye, everybody. Bye.